0: I legit don't know how that one devolved so quickly. <laughs> right. And so many times. Welcome to the Bitch and Siblings podcast. Okay, this and that. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Bitch and Siblings. It's me, and Amy. And I'm Judy.
1: What's up? What's up? So and and um, in, in honor of our brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cheers. Mm hmm.
0: Anyways. Um so this week we are talking about dreams. Um want to discuss dreams that we've had that have stuck with us. Okay. So, Jenny,
1: how often do you dream? I mean, I don't or, I don't know that I could put like a certain number of days a week because I remember that I dream, but I don't necessarily remember everything that I dream, so I don't know that I could differentiate i would say the normal amount of of dreams when i'm stressed so, really anxious or have stuff going on i dream a lot but they're very like scatterbrained and there's like no rhyme or reason to it so i think it's just my body trying to like you know make amends with all the shit i'm doing to it <laughs> this is this is true um
0: that, that makes total sense. So when you dream and you remember that you have dreamt, how quickly
1: do you forget your dreams after waking up? Oh, like immediately? I mean, okay, I remember that I dream. I remember the, the – I could give you like a Cliff's Notes version of it, but like if it came down to details and people's names and stuff, I – no, right away. Like I'll wake up in the morning and be like, "What the hell?" And then, like, when you ask me to re re replay it, I could be like, "Well, I remember like this, but I don't know why this was there and like the, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, yeah, like the. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like, ugh, my nose itches. It's because you were out cutting grass. No, it was before. I've been doing stuff around the house all day. Like
0: I... uh, um, So you've got dust and um, pollen up there. (laughs) The
1: hall bathroom that my youngest uses is also the... Like, would be the bathroom if people used, like, if they came to our house. And so, obviously, we have a graduation party this this weekend. And so I, like, bleached and scrubbed everything down and, like, took a toothbrush to things because, you know. I mean, he's a teenage boy and it's clean, but other people are going to be using it. So it needs to be, like, pristine. So Spick I did, like. Span.
0: What? Spick and span. Yeah.
1: So I was working with a lot of bleach. And, um, I did, like, the deep, deep stuff, like, you know, cleaning behind the toilet and on the, like, stuff, but, like, I'm not gonna do the mirror and the window and everything until, or, sorry, the, the mirror or the, like, sink and stuff until, like, the day before. Yeah.
0: And the toilet, because it's just gonna
1: get dirty again. But, like, I was scrubbing, like, in the corners, on the floor, and, like, getting up all the dog hair and all the dust and, you know. There's a
0: reason why we don't have people over, like, ever. (laughs) Because, well, one, anytime we ever used to invite people over, uh, our house wasn't big enough. Yeah. We're trying to be nice here and invite you over so that you don't have to uh, have everyone at your house. And we kind of want to be a- our home once in a while, mm-hmm. too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. anyways, that's a whole nother story. I don't, I don't mind having people over but I probably wouldn't mind, but I've gotten turned away from having people over. So I, at this point, I just don't fucking care anymore. What? How, you know why? What I mean? do that, why?
1: Why have you been turned away from that?
0: Because I constant there's constantly a reason why my house isn't good enough. Oh yeah. So if my house isn't good enough, I'm I'm not
1: gonna invite you. I'm I'm just not. To me, it doesn't, I mean, at this point, like I have been, there's always somebody like, I I think it was two podcasts ago. I don't even remember, but I mentioned something about, I even cleaned out my fridge today because I know one of my sister-in-laws is going to come over. And that's like her favorite thing to do is to clean out the cupboards and and organize people's cupboards and kitchen or in in fridges. And now I feel like I have to do that because I don't need her doing that in the middle of the graduation party because that'll stress me out. Oh, see, if I were
0: that, if I were you, the way I would take that is um, I'd leave it and
1: be like, have at it.
0: Well, yeah, but it'll give you something to do and when I have my 80 hair. people
1: at my house. The last thing I need them to think is that I don't organize enough that my sister in law had to come over to the house and do it for me. Like oh, that see, looks, I wouldn't care.
0: I'd be like, "That looks." Uh, apparently it didn't live up to her standards, but it works for us. Well,
1: yeah, it works for me. And I know, I know my cupboards. It doesn't matter what I do. My cupboards and stuff will never be up to her standards. She has a very specific way she does things. Nothing wrong with it. It's very organized. It's like, that's awesome. That just does not work for me. I get that. Again, in the last podcast, we talked about organized, or I think it was our this and that, organized chaos. I cannot, I am OCD in some things, but I'm not in others. And the, one of the areas I'm not OCD in because it would cause me more stress is having things organized, things organized down to a T. Like that, I would be so stressed out if something was out of place or not turned just right, or you know what I mean. And I that is no like that. Just the thought of it stresses me out. So, you know, that's funny. Mm-hmm.
0: So back to our topic. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm
1: uh-huh. not sure
0: how even we got off topic
1: because <laughs> I was sneezing and rub,
0: rub, like oh. uh, yuck, with my nose. Oh, gotcha. Um. So, I probably dream the the average amount, the the amount that they say that everyone does. Um, however, I feel like I remember more of my dreams than most people. Um, and I remember them long-term. Not just, like, for a couple hours after I wake up, but some of them turn into, like, long-term memories.
1: Okay, so I was looking at that online because I was like, I wonder why some people... Remember their dreams more than others, or why they stick with them more than others. And I found um this website, scienceabc.com, and it says that there are a few reasons why people can't remember their dreams. One reason is they don't have enough periods of wakefulness during their sleep cycle so that they can memorize their dreams. Another reason is that the region of their brain responsible for processing information from external stimuli and from within the body, the temporal parateal junction isn't as active as it is in people who can remember their dreams finally people who can remember their dreams usually wake up during their rem sleep cycle which is when dreams are the most vivid
0: okay so that checks out because so slightly off topic but slightly not so when i sleep i've always people have always wondered how i can sleep as much as i do And they're like, don't like, don't you feel worse? And I'm like, here's the thing. I could sleep four hours. I can sleep 10 hours. I don't feel any different.
1: Oh, I I don't feel
0: any. I don't feel any more rested, any less rested, any anything like that. I have had doctors ask me when I go in for like my wellness checks. When was the last time you felt fully rested? Uh, Never. I legit cannot remember the last time I felt fully rested. Like, I don't even remember feeling fully rested as a kid. Well, I, like, I can force myself to get up and do things that that I have to do, but that doesn't mean I feel fully rested. I
1: feel like that a lot has to do with our childhood trauma. I never really felt rested either because I I never felt like I could be calm enough and, and be feel safe enough to, you know, get that sleep because... And so I think that's, like, a learned trauma response that we've probably implemented subconsciously into our adult life.
0: Well, and that, I guess, makes sense. But at the same time, like, um, I was five when we were removed. So how has my body not, like,
1: unlearned that? Again, that's... Because it only
0: took... It didn't take that long.
1: That's a trauma response, though. And sometimes those things stuck in our bodies for forever, you know? That's Especially dumb. if if... You don't recognize that it could be a response to that and work on it or work through it. You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of the times we don't even realize we just go about our day and we go to sleep or we wake up and we do, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I mean, who thinks so, about that sort so of thing?
0: But here's the thing. This is going to be my therapy because let's be real. <laughs> I can't, af- one, I can't afford to go to therapy because mm-hmm. that's not covered by insurance. And two, uh, when do I have the time and energy
1: that's the thing. My insurance covers it, but I have to hit my deductible first. Well, I have a lower premium but a higher deductible because we hardly ever go to the doctor. We have two program or two policies that work. It's a lower deductible, higher premium, or a higher deductible lower. Sorry, higher premium, lower deductible. Well, I obviously pay less out of my pocket per month because we don't go to the doctor. Don't use it. Why right, pay for it. So my insurance won't kick in until obviously we hit our out-of-pocket – not only just our out-of-pocket, but like our deductible, which I think is like 6000 It's a big deductible because we don't go to the doctor. You know, we just don't. And so there's no need, you know. Um, and then on top of that, you have to pay your out-of-pocket expense. So they only pay like so much. And then you have to pay like – I think it's like $12,000 out of pocket as a family or whatever. So like pretty much I would have to go to therapy every single day of – the week for like six months to be able to even hit my deductible and out of pocket expense before insurance would cover it 80 20. And and I'm sorry, that's just, that's a hundred dollars a session. I I don't have that kind of money. And even if I did, I'd be saving that or putting it into like, I'd be like investing it or something. I feel like uh, therapy for me is, knowing my trigger
0: this podcast. What? <laughs> this podcast. Podcast,
1: yes, but it's also knowing my triggers and knowing when I need to walk away from something or knowing when I need to remove people from my life. I think a lot of people think that that sometimes seems like really harsh when you just have to like cut ties. And it's not like I'm trying to be mean, it's just I know for my own mental well-being that's not something I'm able to take care of right now. And for all everybody involved in my life, it's best. You know, and then I can read I can reevaluate two months, three months, a year, two years later and maybe go, OK, now I'm ready to process that or work through it or whatever. You know, for me, that's my therapy.
0: Yeah, mine. Mine's definitely just talking shit. <laughs> I So there's something that I, I I'm working with a, a bunch of women online um, and we're exploring. Um, alternative forms of revenue to to bring in because you know everybody everybody needs more money Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we're we're all looking at this and we're talking about like um content creation and all this other stuff and i was like yeah i feel like the only thing content wise i would ever be good for is like just talking to my phone as if it's a therapist and then (laughs) um people could relate to it that's that's the that's the best I could do, because I feel like I'm always always fucking going crazy like I'm, people always annoy me. I, I could literally make a TikTok video every day about somebody that annoyed me that day.
1: I do have to say that as I've gotten older, I can appreciate the old grumpy people that we've come across in our life.
0: Right. <laughs> I feel like. OK, so. I also sent this to our group chat earlier this week, and it made me realize I think I'm having a midlife crisis. Um, And the the quote was, birth is a curse and existence is a prison. And it's true. Or at least that's how I feel.
1: That's how I feel about it,
0: too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No,
1: I mean... So I, but because that
0: like resonates with me, I'm like, am I having a midlife crisis over here? No, but I think that
1: that's it is. It's interesting to know that that has a lot to do with why you remember those dreams. Is you're you're spending more time awake during your REM cycle, and um, you have certain parts of your brain that you know work differently than people who don't. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It's I mean, abortion. I like I said, I wake up and I'll be like, what the fuck was that? Like, I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, I remember last night I had the craziest dream. I, I'm not going to say in the podcast who was in it because I, I was, like, at work and, like, my kids were stuck at the gas station right down the street and Hills was, like, all hurt that... My kids were at the gas station or like it was just something weird that I was like, what the fuck? First of all, why was that person even in my dream? Second of all, nothing about the dream made sense. There was no like so random and so out of left field. And then I remember waking up this morning going like, what the fuck? So like I'll remember people sometimes or remember places. But I won't remember like how it started, how it ended, what. Mm -mm.
0: Yeah, I feel Weird. like I remember, I, I remember a lot. I'm going to go back and tell you guys about a dream I had be- sometime between 2012 and 2014. And I only know that because I know that I was living in Reno at the time. I had a dream that I was pregnant. And a lot of my friends were pregnant at this time. And they, granted, they all lived in Washington, so whatever. Uh, but. I had a dream that I was pregnant, and then all of a sudden I went into labor, and I couldn't get to the hospital, so I gave birth on the bathroom floor. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> as soon as the baby came out, it turned into a kitten. <laughs> I,
1: oh, yeah, that's and interesting. And when I
0: when I told a couple people about that, they're like, "Sounds like you're due for a new kitten soon," <laughs> which is funny because I ended up getting a new one in 2018.
1: So do you believe that people can dissect dreams and and figure out the meaning behind them? Like their them? meaning? Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. I definitely think that when you have dreams I believe that it's your subconscious telling you something, trying to teach you something. It may not make any sense to you, but they're, it's trying to tell you something.
1: Okay, but what about somebody like in my case where like I don't remember everything about it? How am I able to give the right amount of information to these people to be able to dissect it in a way that is meaning, that means something if I myself don't even remember. You know what I mean? Like, so so in that case, is it only work for people who remember all of their dreams? Like, how does that work, you know? So my thought on that,
0: and uh, I am not a professional in any means, by the way, people. This is just my opinion. And my opinion's stupid, so don't (laughs) listen to me. (laughs) So my opinion on that is that your subconscious doesn't need, like, your conscious doesn't need to remember for your subconscious to work through something. Well,
1: yes, but how so you do don't you have to remember it, But
0: your subconscious, you don't need to communicate it because your subconscious is working through it. You don't have to like talk to other people about your
1: dreams. I know, but I'm to make I'm make saying sense. if you were trying to determine the meaning behind a dream, how are you able to do that if you don't remember all of the details? So here's something
0: that I was, I learned at one point, I don't know where I learned this and I don't know how true it is because again, this was, I learned this a long time ago. Don't forget to swish. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have heard that your brain actually only has, your, your dreams are only approximately 15 seconds and your brain fills in the details. So if you don't remember the details, half the time it's because your brain didn't fill them in.
1: Okay. So my brain never fills them in. <laughs>
0: that, or or it did, and you're just not recalling that because it wasn't important. Yeah. So I don't know. But like I, I said, that's just my that's my
1: opinion. Um that's how I look at it. So I found this out within the last couple of months. My youngest is <laughs> – I don't know if you know this. My youngest has a very unhealthy, unnatural fear of frogs. Um, What the actual fuck? Right, right. Like, Based on when he was born,
0: he should be loving them.
1: Well, okay, so – 11 days after grandma. I know. So we have obviously egress windows or whatever, and we have a pond in our backyard with goldfish, uh-huh. who unfortunately all died this year in the winter well they were all alive because they were swimming around when everything like and everything and then they all just started off which is weird because they've hmm. they've survived every year and you know i don't have a heater in it but i have a thing that keeps it so that the ice doesn't freeze all the way so that whatever you know anyways um so we have a lot of frogs in our backyard because we have running water and we have a lot of birds because there's a little thing that spouts out water, so they take their little baths and everything. So we have a lot of, like, birds and, and and rabbits and frogs. And every once in a while, one will get stuck down there, and then they can't get out. And then they end up dying, and then they rot, and then you can't open the windows because there's frog carcasses, you know. And so, um, yes, we have covers on the egress windows, but there's times where they can squeeze in mm-hmm. if it's just right. So – I was doing some yard work one time and there was a there was a, a frog in one of the egress windows and it was alive and so I had asked my youngest to come out and help me and like he could not. And I only asked him to help me because I'm I'm it's hard for me to get in and out of the the egress window holes. Like let's just be real. Um so I had asked my youngest to come help me and he just could not pick it up. Like every time the thing jumped, he would like jump back. He's, deathly afraid like would and when he would finally get it in his hands he would like throw it up in the air like he wouldn't even like try to pick it up and set it on the ground he would just like chuck it and and then it would land back in the egress window and then he would have to pick it up again and so anyways i found out within like the last three months that um so you remember where we used to live when i was married to my ex-husband and then we moved to the apartment like in that like in that apartment building You don't have to remember the details about where it was at, but you remember the apartment building, right? The apartment building itself? Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. So we had moved to a different apartment, but it was in that apartment building. And it was right around the time that I don't know if I had already, like, left my ex-husband and the, the boys were just there for the weekend or if it was while we lived together or whatever. But apparently my youngest had a very, very, very frightening nightmare about a giant frog that was in the bedroom that was trying to eat him. And ever since then, he is, like, deathly afraid of frogs. <laughs> and he is 16. And I am not oh kidding you when I say if he sees a frog jump, it is like people when they see a spider or a snake. And I'm like, it's a frog. It can't bite you. It can't hurt you. I can understand jumping at first if you don't know what's there because it's the same thing with a snake. It's I'm not afraid of a yeah. snake. But if I don't know it's there and it moves, it'll startle me. But I'm not afraid of it. Oh, no, he's afraid. So now if I ever find... I'm going to start s- sending him videos <laughs> of frogs. <laughs> he is like unhealthily scared. I am not kidding you. Like he will... And I was like, he just mentioned it a couple of weeks ago or a couple months ago or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't... And he goes, I, di- I told you about that, mom. I told you. And I was like, no, you didn't. I think I would remember if you told me that you were afraid because a big giant frog... Was in your dream and it was in your nightmare and it was like trying to eat him or attack him or something. You'll have to ask him. But. Oh, my God. I'm going to. To I'm the point to. where 10, 12 years later, because I don't know how old he quite was, that that nightmare has stuck with him. <gasps> that reminds me. I do have a memory of a nightmare that I had when we were younger. and We still lived with our birth mother. Okay. To this day. To this okay. day. Okay. And I know where it originates from. I don't remember if we were like at grandma's house or if we went and saw this at the movie theaters or like if we have I don't I don't remember, but there was a but now now I'm thinking of two. Now there's two. Okay, so the first one is the there's a Sesame Street movie where like bad blackbirds try to steal Big Bird. Or like they okay. try to kidnap him or whatever. Okay. And I remember after we watched that movie I had a dream that the big blackbirds were trying to kidnap me and eat me. And so I can't ever watch that movie again. And then the other one is at grandma's house. If grandma let us watch movies, it was always like those little 20-minute like uh Winnie the Pooh cartoons. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. one with the uh, Heffalumps and Woozles. That scared yep. the living fucking daylights out of me and like I That was the blustery day. That was yes, the blustery day with the heffalumps and woozles and that one, like it I can't watch that one. And I'm I'm still forty one. Cannot watch it. Nope. Mm-mm. Oh see, I, I have
0: little like beanie baby type things of a heffalump and a woozle. Nope. Nope.
1: Scared the shit out of me. And I was That's maybe what, awesome. eight? So it's not like I was like four or five. Okay. I don't know. So that said
0: you you mentioned something about a movie theater. I thought of something else that you were afraid of, though. Fantasia. Uh, no. <laughs> so we went to. Do you remember the Liberty Theater in Puyallup? The one in the strip mall. No, the one in like old downtown. No. Okay. I don't
1: well, like there was an,
0: one in there was one in old downtown Puyallup, Um and it had these lights on the wall, and the way they the light came through, it looked kind of like a cat's eye. And you were terrified of those lights. I don't even remember going to this place. Uh yeah. It was like it was the cheap theater.
1: Don't remember it. Well But yeah, I do remember That's also where
0: I saw uh Titanic several <laughs> times. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I, I, those are the ones that I remember, but I know that it's because I watched the TV show or the movie and then I went to bed and then I dreamt about it. So it like is cemented in my mind. Um, So like, I know where it came from that I think kind of started the start of me not being able to watch or read or listen to anything that's, that's disturbing right before bed, because I do end up incorporating that into my dreams. And then it, it, it scars me in a way that makes it difficult to get past. Like, I am not kidding you. I'm 41, and I am frightened of the heffalumps and Woozles in the <laughs> Winnie the Pooh cartoon from, like, 1987. But have you watched some of that shit that we used to watch when we were kids? That stuff's fucking yes. disturbing.
0: No, it's not. It's disturbing. Not the Winnie the Pooh stuff. Yes. Okay?
1: But now, it's I not still even watch just it. that. It's just like, I was, I was just watching something the other day, and they were like, what the fuck were we watching in the 80s? And it's, like, scary-looking, like puppets and shit and like it's it's like stuff you would Dark see in Crystal? a horror movie no you that, remember the movie Dark I Crystal? i do remember that yes but that's a good one but like that or um the uh the um roa what is it the roas is the rodents of a new ro r-o-u in princess bride
0: oh when they're
1: in that i didn't see, uh, so then, i didn't
0: i didn't see princess bride until
1: i was an adult oh gosh no and then the never-ending story where Artreyu watches his horse like get our yeah get taken in by the 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 what is it the sorry Quicks- quicksand, it the quicksand and like uh, what shit were we watching that stuff and is then trot? the rock
0: monster he- who's like crying because like the nothing took
1: his friends yes like what were we watching and ch- when we were children I don't know. And then people that's, want that's to sit there and question. say now that the stuff these kids are watching is like, we watched. I, I mean, I'm sorry. But like. Well, that's probably why we all need therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Because we watched some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember my favorite show. The the first show that I remember being my favorite was Fraggle Rock. Mm. Mm-hmm. Loved Fraggle Rock.
1: Of course. But it's disturbing. But then, uh, if you watch it now, it, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. These these creatures were on acid, I guarantee it. Oh, my it. God. No, th- that's okay. That's so the funny creator. you say that because, and I know you're going to just absolutely disown me for this, but I cannot watch <laughs> Dumbo or Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, they were on a fucking acid trip when they wrote that movie. And Dumbo, they mm-hmm. were drunk as fuck. I haven't seen Dumbo in years. So...
0: I'm not going to judge you. Um, Alice in
1: Wonderland, I think, is. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's an acid trip. Not that I would know from personal experience, <laughs> but I would just imagine that if you took acid, that would be what it would be like. Is, so I've heard that
0: you watch that and you listen to uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon yeah, uh-huh. uh, and you trip
1: on LSD. I, I mean, I've heard of that, too. I, I would not know from personal experience.
0: It's same. Same. Like I also I heard do not a know from personal
1: it. experience where one would obtain LSD. And honestly, to tell you the either. truth, at my age, I don't even know if I know what that is. Isn't that speed? No, LSD is a hallucinogen. Oh. Uh, okay. Dare, uh, that's, dare that's... really worked for me. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. Because I lived with four roommates at one point that were doing cocaine. Had no idea. And then... Um... Yeah, I don't know the difference between if you snort it, smoke it, shove it up your butt. I don't know. I, I heard that if you shove things up your butt, it gets to you
0: faster, but that's not me condoning it. I that's don't understand me just... how that's
1: possible though, because aren't there like drug mules where they shove shit up their ass? I mean, I get that you know, it's wrapped,
0: yeah, but it's yeah. <laughs> so it, the the wrapping it prevents it from like. I being mean, absorbed, I get like, that. That was supposed
1: to be a joke. That you know.
0: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But. So speaking of drugs, (laughs) segue of the, um, so I recently finished watching, (laughs) I recently watched, um, finished watching Orange is the New Black. I've never seen that and I have no desire to see it. It's, it's interesting. There are some episodes that I were just dumb. Um, but there were some that were very educational. Like I'll take what, your what, for it. Uh, Like the prison system, what it's like to be inside. Yeah. So, anyways,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I had this dream in the last week or so uh, that I was in prison and I took heroin, but it was like in a, uh, you know those butter cream mints that yeah. melt in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It was like that, and I'm like, I know that's not how you do heroin, but maybe this is a new thing. Isn't that and how you I'm do try acid? it?
1: Isn't it like on a piece of paper or something and you stick it under your tongue? Yes, I think, but I don't think it dissolves. I I don't
0: know. Whatever I took in this dream dissolved completely. Okay. It was like a sugar cube almost.
1: (laughs) Okay, she's a horse now, people. Yeah,
0: but in this dream, I almost died. On heroin. In prison. On (laughs) heroin. In prison.
1: Probably because it was like made in a toilet bowl or something. (laughs)
0: Uh, I equated it to the fact that I had, you know, I don't do drugs. I don't, that none of that, my body's not used to it. So it's like, what yeah. the fuck? This is way too much for you God, to They give me like
1: a pain pill after I had my surgery and I took one or two and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, that is not, I mean, yeah, it makes the pain go away, but fuck the head rush, like the wooziness. And then it backs you up and you're constipated for days. It's just not worth it. Dude. So
0: when I went to... <laughs> I was unloading the dishwasher couple, uh, it was November of 2019. I bent down to grab something out of the dishwasher and something in my hip area completely went out. Mm. I could not stand. I couldn't walk. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do anything. So Bill took me to the ER. They gave me a shot of some kind of pain pill or pain med. They gave me a pain pill and they gave me a pain patch.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Is I that the day you were days. higher than
1: a kite and you were yelling at cars? No, 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 no. no. That was when they higher gave than me morphine. I even a kite on drug medication that was prescribed to her. Let's let's. No, no, no. That was <laughs>
0: when they gave me morphine uh, for my gallbladder.
1: I was after so after I had had my my. Surgery. I had hit my deductible for the year and I ended up having like some really bad stomach pains, like really bad stomach pains. And I had been in and out of the doctor all weekend and they were like, okay, if this doesn't go away, you need to go to the ER. And I was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Of course, around two o'clock in the morning, it gets hard. And so, whatever. We end up in the ER and they put me on dilaudid Oh my God. First of all, let me tell you, I don't necessarily, not you per se, Amy, but for the listeners out there, I really honestly don't. Take a lot of pain medication. Take a lot of leave now, but outside of that, I usually I don't I don't take much. I, I try to be as holistic as possible. I I'm not you know like some witch that's like ooh, this and that, but like I just try not to put stuff in my body unless I absolutely have to. So, anyways, um, I they put me on Dilaudid, and it wasn't an IV, <laughs> it wasn't a pill, and I'm not fucking kidding you. Within like ten seconds, higher than a kite. Didn't feel shit Higher than a kite Like it was great I was like giggly Woohoo Like I could see things I I mean It was like hallucinating And then after like a minute It went away And then I felt like shit And then Like after 15 minutes They are like how's the pain and I'm like it still hurts So they gave me another one Woohoo you know like flying like a kite this is great no pain a minute later it would come right back it sucked but they gave me enough of these shots while I'm in the ER while they are I mean cuz they took an MRI they took an ultrasound they did everything right could not find the reason for it they assume it was a kidney stone they just couldn't find but um I never ended up passing anything that I know of but I've never had a kidney stone before so um I they released me from the ER or whatever and I had to drive home with my head out the window with the cold air because I could not. Uh, they had given me enough to that the after effects of it, like, I just felt so yucky and so gross. Oh, I was hot and I was sweaty and like, oh, it was gross. I can't do it. I can't do it. So, drugs aren't for me.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they gave me because whatever they gave me, it was like they literally gave me a shot, like, right into my butt, like my oh. butt
1: cheek. And like, yeah. I've had and, to oh have one of those antibiotic shots that they stick in your ass. Not up your ass, but like in your butt cheek. Um, yeah. Like when you have a like an infection or whatever and it makes your butt hurt. Like your butt you can't sit on your butt cheek for like a week and it fucking stings when it goes in. Oh, my God. It oh. burns. I don't know what that's called, but it is awful. Don't. Ugh.
0: All I know is that when they gave me mine, I was in so much pain from the hip itself that I couldn't feel it go in that's like what a needle is <laughs> the funny thing is funny thing is so my husband does not do doctors he doesn't do hospitals he does not do any of that and he's like uh, can we like hurry up so that her and I can leave what what do I what do I got to do to like speed this along mm-hmm. the guy in the next like they it, it wasn't a room it like they had the the curtain yes yeah. yeah this cuz what... i was in i was in fast track because they knew they could get me in and out. Yeah. It's fine. I, I, I mean, that's all I needed. The guy in the next curtain over had cut off his fingertip. <laughs> and the doctor was looking at it and he's like, I, I can't just stitch you up because there's a piece of your finger missing. And my husband's like sticking his fingers in his ears. He's like, la, 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 <laughs> la. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. He almost got sick to his stomach and almost like had to be in there himself. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was coherent enough to know that
1: much. <laughs> and I would but just like to that. point out, folks, this is why we needed a podcast because this was supposed to be about dreams, and now we're talking about drugs and then prescribed <laughs> drugs and yeah. and our experiences <laughs> with prescribed Said prescription, you know, prescription prescription pain or paint. are you sure you're yeah. not high right now well no i'm not i'm just <laughs> tired it's been a long day i'd like to like four loads of laundry i vacuumed i dusted i like i said i cleaned the bathroom i <sighs> i did two loads of laundry mm, look at you
0: yeah look at me go that's probably
1: like all the laundry in your house
0: though it is yeah like no joke every weekend i do normally i do one load
1: but if i like wear bulky stuff it's two loads no i I literally like I did a load of whites today, and then I had to do i think three loads between mine and Roger's clothes because Roger is leaving on a business trip, and so I had to clean more things than I normally would because we have to make sure everything's like fresh and clean for being packed, and you know
0: you want to hear a little secret hmm. I don't separate my laundry I used to not I'm not racist <laughs>
1: <laughs> I used to not. But after having teenage boys, bleaching of the underwear and the socks is absolutely necessary. I mean, th- so how how do you bleach stuff, though? That- you know what's really funny is I throw their black underwear, their black socks, it all – like, I, it's their underwear and socks. Now, I don't do their clothes, but I can put, like, black underwear and black socks, colored underwear or whatever, and it all goes into the load with bleach, and it does not – it doesn't bleed. So – you do you don't like separate it
0: like colors versus whites. Then you just do like undergarments and then clothes. mostly
1: whites, towels, you know, and 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 white socks. But like there's a few of them that have some black and white socks. Um, I have a couple pairs of underwear that aren't white, obviously, and I just throw that all in there. But usually it's yes undergarments, which is mostly socks and towels. I do not own any white underwear.
0: <laughs> like none of my underwear is white. I, don't, I go for dark colors I mean,
1: I do too But a lot nowadays Like if you buy a package There's always like One or two white pairs It's like you can never oh. You can't even hardly anymore Find packages that don't So I mean whatever It's not a big deal But I just throw it all in there But my kids would come home From football practice Or whatever And their socks stink And their underwear yeah. stinks And their undershirts stink And so most of that stuff Is white or you know Like their boxers Or whatever And it doesn't, it doesn't bleed Because Roger said The same thing He was like There must not be enough bleach in there because we don't put bleach directly in we have one of those ones where you put it in a container and it it slowly disperses itself you know and there's no setting it's just I just change it to hot water and when it's hot water if there's bleach in there it it pushes the bleach out and so he was like it must not be and I was like you can tell that the bleach is going out because you can smell the bleach you know when you're yeah. after you dry it I mean it's not bleach smelling but you can tell that it's clean it's, that it's got an odor a bleach odor yeah um and so he doesn't think that it does clean it because I've put color stuff in there. Now, I'm not putting colored shirts or like... Now, are you using color safe bleach, though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just grabbed the off... I think it's the Target. I know that I get the Target off brand, like, so the the up and up. And I know that I get the no splash bleach. So it's more of like I I a... don't buy the bleach. Oh. Um normally
0: Bill buys the bleach oh. and normally he buys it at the dollar store cuz he will use an entire uh bottle. Yeah. And like clean and air it. like he he does not use it in the laundry oh. at all. Mm. He uses it like outside.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean that makes sense. So, but I mean and, and he'll go through a whole bottle. I just in, do the no like, splash because then when I'm sp- it's more of like a gel so that it when mm. you put it in you don't have to worry about it splashing up onto your clothes. Um or splashing out onto the floor, and you know, if you have carpet or whatever. So it's, I know it's no splash, but I mean, I don't think it's, I mean, it's not one that I think deliberately says color safe. I don't, like I said, I don't put it in with like other colored shirts, but for some reason, the socks that we have in the underwear we have is made out of a material that doesn't I would imagine most of the the underwear I mean female underwear it's hard to find just plain cotton you have to you find like a cotton blend with polyester or whatever Yeah, I or, cannot do that polyester crap. Yeah, and so like it's not full cotton so it doesn't bleach or what or it doesn't you know like fade or whatever but yeah I'm mean that's that's the only that's the only reason why I separate because it's gross. It's it's just yeah. gross. I have to bleach it. And if I don't bleach it, what I do do is I'll soak them all in our tub with some OxyClean and just let it like, you know. Marinate. Yeah. And then I will wash it once in just water and then wash it again with soap. Because if you don't rinse it with water before you put the soap in, I feel like when you open it up, it still smells like dingy because it didn't wash out all the stuff that. So. And again, what the I, fuck? We went from dreams to to
0: fucking drugs to laundry. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I don't you, even we know. Are, that's just who we well, are. I don't even know. Okay. That's just who we are. Bill does a second rinse on all of our loads. Mm. Because um for the longest time we thought I had a um
1: allergy to some of the detergents. Yeah, so you just rinsed it extra to yeah. make sure it's all yeah. out.
0: And then we tried like the the free and clear. Stuff and I went back to regular because I could find regular on a regular basis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, "But, but you need the free and clear." And I'm like, "No, we don't." On top of the fact that I can't get the free and clear at Costco.
1: I know. I hate that you can't find some things there. Should have everything. Yeah. Uh,
0: exactly. <laughs> Do you have anything to add? <laughs> Since we've gone on like ten thousand tangents.
1: No, I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I'm tired, so yeah. I don't know that's if I have I any. Uh, we diverge. Like I have
0: other. I thing. I have several other. Dream. Oh, quick thing actually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just for those of you out there, I, when I have a bad dream, can know that I'm having a bad dream, and then I lean into it. Interesting. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's just a dream. If I die, I die. No big deal. Interesting. Yeah. So I'll let a bad guy catch me. In dreams. <laughs> oh, I don't care. <laughs> I mean,
1: choke on my own. Spit. No dying
0: over there. No dying. Yeah. No dying. Okay. Okay. Well, with that being said, guys, have a great week. And if you have any uh, topics or. Um insight on any of the topics we have done yeah. feel free to email us jennyandamypodcast at gmail.com that's g-i-n-n-y-a-n-d-a-m-y podcast at gmail.com
1: you can also find us on Instagram at bitching siblings
0: podcast. but guess what you can also Woo-hoo! call us and leave us a voicemail and we'll play your voicemails on air uh, and that phone number is 785-538-9128
1: we're gonna play your shit on on the air yeah alright bye everybody have a great night bye guys